The inspiration for this podcast actually came from Milesur Mera Tumhara, which was produced in the late 80s to promote national integration. Atta is a Bengali term which means conversation. It ranges from alcohol-induced ramblings to more intellectual discussions. And the Tamil word Aratai pretty much means the same. It is a casual conversation amongst friends. Welcome to the first interestingly titled episode of our interestingly titled podcast. I am Ambrish and I have Prasanna with me here. Hello. Okay, so a few words about the title. Let me clear the air. None of us really hates Rishi Kapoor. We all love him. He's a great actor. And uh, especially in the later part of his career when he came on as a as an aged older actor i think he was really really phenomenal i also think he was really good in, back in the 70s and 80s but uh, let's get to that in a bit uh, but first let's start with prasanna and why he hated rishi kapoor so much all right so i will come to that in a bit but for me to explain why i hated rishi kapoor i need to explain my relationship with kamal hasan growing up I was a big fan of Kamal Hasan and growing up I had seen movies of him in Tamil like Purnagai Mannan and Vikram which was like a super ambitious project for at that time and like that was probably the first time somebody made an attempt to showcase a computer and then a satellite a rocket launcher and so on and so forth um so I was like a big fan of Kamal Hasan uh, uh, in fact I used to be so crazy uh you know about Kamal Hasan that sometimes my sisters used to tease me they used to do this one thing when Kamal Hasan songs were playing in the transistor they used to come and tell me that Kamal Hasan is dancing inside the transistor and they could see him dance and when i used to go and you know look into that hole in the transistor to see if i can spot Kamal Hasan dancing i couldn't see anything and when i came back and all, you know my sisters used to take turns and say of course we could see him dancing so they used to play this prank on me when i was a kid because they know that i'm like really a die hard fan of kamal hasan tamil nadu actually at that time was divided into two groups of people one was rajnikanth fans and the other one was kamal hasan fans and no prizes for guessing i belong to the latter mm-hmm. we didn't watch a lot of uh, hindi films actually growing up uh, those days so uh, it was predominantly kamal hasan's tamil movies that i was a big fan of um the reason for that is also because in in general tamil nadu had this dislike towards hindi as a language because they were trying to impose hindi as the national language and there were major protests all around tamil nadu to stop that from happening so they didn't release many hindi movies growing up it's interesting how i finally got to watch sagar uh, you know while i was growing up there were two two channels that we had an option uh, to choose between one was the dd national which was playing sagar that day and dd tamil nadu which was playing shanta sakubai and clearly shanta sakubai didn't sound like a movie that i wanted to watch it's a 1939 black and white movie uh, but my dad insisted that we should watch shanta sakubai luckily for us he stepped out to run some errands and we promptly switched to sagar so that's when i got to watch sagar for those of the listeners who might not have seen the movie sagar is a love triangle uh, like a lot of other bollywood movies those days 
in which Kamal Hassan is in love with Dimple Kapadia, but he doesn't know how to express his love to her. And then Rishi Kapoor comes into the mix. Dimple and Rishi start dating, and Kamal Hassan is left behind. So my biggest pain point was like, how, like, how can a girl choose Rishi Kapoor over Kamal Hassan when clearly Kamal Hassan is better looking, he dances better. And is obviously a better actor in my mind, right? So that's exactly why I was I started hating Rishi Kapoor when I was a kid. Hey, Ambarish, what do you think about this? And when did you exactly watch Sagar? So I think I watched Sagar uh, somewhere around uh, 1990 or something. Uh, the film released around 1985. And I think it took around four or five years for it to come to Doordarshan, and that's when we watched it. When the film had first released, it was uh, considered as an adult movie uh, for obvious reasons, and uh, uh, eventually a more censored, tamer version was released for Doordarshan, and that's when we watched it. Uh, when I watched it at that point, I probably watched it for Rishi Kapoor, ironically, and. I uh, really was a great admirer of uh, uh, of his films and uh, how he carried himself and all of that and especially the songs and the dances and uh, but in this one in Sagar specifically Sagar was the first film that I uh, witnessed Kamal Hassan in and I was really impressed by uh, his acting style and uh, the particular way he said his dialogues although uh, there was an accent but there was a certain way uh, that really impressed me also in the context of this particular film i think it really worked for him that he didn't get the girl uh, in bollywood this was his if i'm not mistaken this was his third film and uh, the two other films that had released before that which were big hits were ek dujhe ke liye and sadma and in both the films, he didn't get the girl. And okay. both the films were great hits. So it only makes sense that he probably wanted to be the one who didn't end up with the girl on Sagar as well. So I think that really worked for him. And uh, I think he also wanted it to pan out that way. I was once watching a Rishi Kapoor interview where he was describing how it was to act in the sets of Sagar. When the shot was ready, apparently some assistant director came and called him saying, Chintu, shot ready hai. And he also called Kamal Hassan and said, Kamalji, shot ready aap So Rishi Kapoor was furious saying, I'm older than him. Why would you call him Kamalji and call me just Chintu? I didn't get an answer at that time, he said. But he also said, with a name like Chintu, it's very difficult to expect somebody to give you a lot of respect. So that was a you know a funny take on uh, how it, how things were during the making of the movie uh, Saga. Yeah, that's an interesting tidbit. Uh, let me tell you a story of when I watched Saga. So in the movie, there was a point where uh, Dimple Kapadia realizes that Kamal had always been in love with her. And uh, he had actually sacrificed his love for Rishi Kapoor, and uh, she comes and confronts him. At that point, I think I remember this scene. Eh? I think I remember this scene. Like Kamal Hassan is facing the camera, the audience can't can see Dimple Kapadia as well, but uh, she can't see Kamal Hassan's face, right? So is that the scene you're talking about? Yeah, kind of like that. And 
she says tum insaan nahi devta ho and to that kamal goes mona insaan banna har ek ke naseeb mein nahi hota kuch logo ko devta banna padta hai so i was uh, really blown away by the line i mean it was cheesy cheesy Ooh, as anything like cheese. cheesy with like extra cheese man like this is super cheesy uh, <laughs> so uh interesting you mentioned uh, you know this line uh, what's also cheesy is kamal hasan in his uh, later movie called sagal kala vallavan in tamil uh, he used this ek dusre ke liye in a song line so the entire song is about how this guy is awesome he can sing he can dance and there is this one line uh, which goes ek dusre ke liye yendi ni patiye which loosely translates to hey girl you watched me in ek dusre ke liye singing in hindi didn't you so he's just telling the world that hey i could do that as well in through that song uh, so that's something interesting i thought i should share with you about kamalasan's usage of ek dusre ke liye like a pop culture reference in another movie of his but interesting you know you you kept saying rishi kapoor was a great actor in the 70s and 80s and clearly i've not seen much of his work uh to uh, from those days so why do you think what makes you think he's a great actor yeah see um interestingly both rishi kapoor and amitabh bachchan got their first box office success in the year 1973 uh, amitabh bachchan came up with zanjeer and rishi kapoor kind of debuted as a leading man with bobby and both so the- amitabh bachchan's first movie i, I know I, i know was saath hindustani and that didn't do well at the box office i'm guessing yeah it didn't so saath hindustani came out in 1969 and for the next 5 odd years he kept struggling so there are around 12 films i think which didn't work whoa and uh, yeah and zanjeer was the first film that became a massive success and he became an uh, overnight sensation a star is actually an understatement considering the kind of hysteria and mass popularity that amitabh bachchan experienced in the 70s and you know before him rajesh khanna was a huge star but amitabh bachchan completely eclipsed him and he became the biggest star and eventually it became so that he was the star in bollywood and as a matter of fact i remember there was an india today article there was a cover story which basically called him the one man industry one of the lines in the article read one man sneezes and the whole industry catches cold so so it was like that so he had that stature at that point of time while there were other actors who had their own places but there was rishi kapoor interestingly at that time when it was you know the era of the angry men and the action heroes rishi kapoor held his own he did his romantic roles and all of that and so a lot of them were working and despite amitabh bachchan's huge stardom he still held his own and i think that's a commendable quality and one should give him credit for that yeah i think even in his uh... second innings when we started playing character roles i think i i was really impressed by his portrayal of this character called rof lala in agnipath the new one yeah uh, phenomenal i think audience like really hated him you know we all wanted him to die because he was so cruel uh, in his portrayal of the character of lala i know you're a big fan of kapoor and sanz so anything specific to that movie that comes to your mind 
No, not specifically about Kapoor and Shanks, but I completely agree that his second innings was way more interesting than his first. And see, for the first time, he had this opportunity of spreading his wings and trying to experiment with his style of acting and what he could do. I think. the audience had changed cinema had changed the whole studio system had changed so uh, there was a lot of opportunity for him to try different things and he did that with uh, rof lala in agni pat he did that with the dada ji role in kapoor and sons so that was really interesting so can you give me some recommendations of rishi kapoor movies that from the 70s and 80s that i need to watch uh, because you said so much about how he maintained his place despite there being the angry young man phenomena during those days so some recommendations of rishi kapoor from his 70s and 80s movies would be of great help sure so i think anybody who is interested in rishi kapoor's body of work should actually explore some of his unconventional movies during the 70s so right after bobby came out which was basically a teenage romance story he wanted to do a darker role so uh, the very next major film that he did was the film called Zairila Insan which was a remake of a Kannada film called Nagara Hau i hope i'm pronouncing it correctly and the star of that particular film was uh, incidentally Vishnu Vardhan however so Uh, Zehrila Insan is one film that you should definitely explore. Uh, of course, there's Kabhi Kabhi. Yes, Chopra's Kabhi Kabhi, where they were Amitabh Bachchan and Shashi Kapoor and Rakhi and Wahida Rehman, and still Rishi held his own and his uh, role was uh, interesting in that as well. Then there's uh, a film called Barut, which was a quintessential action film, but this was a very young Rishi Kapoor, and it was a very interesting. take on action movies where he one by one kills the people responsible for his father's death he travels across the world and kills them one by one this is very interesting take on the revenge film and then there's dusra aadmi where rishi kapoor falls with an older woman uh, which is rakhi it was considered kind of a bold uh, subject for for that period it was made in 1977 so these are the films that i think one should definitely explore when it comes to rishi kapoor Awesome. I think you know that's an interesting lineup of uh, different genres of films that he probably did during those days, uh, and these were not the like I thought you would say something like a, a you know like a Chandni or a Bobby, but these are like really unconventional suggestions that you have given me. I'm definitely going to watch that action movie that you told me about first. But thanks for these. I'm going to definitely watch these. Sure. So guys, thanks for listening in. We hope you enjoyed this episode today. See you on the next episode of Where Adda Meets Aratai.